Hello, welcome to Boss Women, a podcast about women, comedy and business. My name's Katie and this is my mum, Karen. Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this, Mama said. Mama said, Mama said there'll be days like this, there'll be days like this, my Mama said. Hello, how are you? I'm alright, I'm not bad. Good, so I've summoned you here. <laughs> Great, a to podcast start. that I've been summoned to. Yeah, summoned to series three of Boss Woman. Oh my god, series three already? That's pretty good, isn't it? Stop putting the actor's voice on, what do you like? Um, you've been summoned because, as you know, I've been having a slight crisis of confidence crisis uh, the past couple of weeks. Um, and... I wanted to ask you, as our first episode of Series 3 of a podcast that probably only you and I listen to... Um, That's unfair. I mean, probably somebody else does. <laughs> One other person does. They are editor. Um, the first episode, I wanted to talk to you about... Stay- she doesn't have procrastinate. Oh my god! <laughs> we'll never Every get to it. Every time that I start the subject, you interrupt. Oh my god! Where are god. you going? I'm going to get some wine. Oh my god! I need wine. Downed it already. Sorry, it was so little. Right, just you sort yourself. Right, out. I want. I don't even know about the crisis of confidence. Apart from you're happy, you're unhappy, you're you're happy I one think minute. You know that I've been a bit all over the place recently. Yeah, but no more than me. No more than. Listen to that noisy. Lovely. Um, Staying positive. That is the title of this episode. Staying positive. How do you do it? Over the past month, I've been doubting whether I can do this job. And you know that I have. Silence. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I doubt myself every single day of my life. How have you not given up over the past 35 years how do you keep going when it is as stressful as it is or is it more stressful now it's all different levels of stress stress is how you take it you know how you perceive it how you I mean you are a passionate um, vital woman that takes everything like I do everything to heart and you want to do everything right I mean yeah. it should be known here that I've just passed my 70th birthday yes and we had an amazing weekend which you organized with Poppy and Tom our very good friends you organized it all and that was stressful enough I mean just think of that weekend mm-hmm. how stressed were you get on getting it right how you wanted it to be. How stressed were you? Yeah, I was stressed. Okay. But I knew that it, we would pull it off because I know what I'm doing in that. That's those right. circumstances. And you know what you're doing in the business we're in? No, I don't. Oh, that's... Katie, you absolutely do. How have you felt like you know what you're doing when none of us really know what we're doing? I don't know what I'm doing with million-pound budgets. The pressure of... Dealing with this... More than million pound budget. Yeah. The pressure of dealing with the the kind of figures that we're talking about, I'm struggling with. I can understand that, but what you have to do is look at 
the positive and the negative and the positives outweigh the negatives. You have to, um, of course we have to look at the budgets and how it works. And unfortunately, I am not a money person. Money doesn't mean enough to me. No, I just am I, which is what scares me. Indeed, but we have a wonderful accountant who keeps us on the on the right track, and um, sadly, we're about to lose our um, finance manager. finance manager who's been with us twenty years, Alec McDonald, who is wonderful and oh, just is. You know, we'll never ever get anyone that'll be like him. No. And we're going to be doing um, interviews. Interviews, uh, and it's just going to be that is going to be stressful. But if we choose the right person, they will help us. I mean, the whole point of being in a business like us, you delegate to the people who can do the things that you can't. Yeah, I know. I get that. But and you've been doing a brilliant job over the last few years. So I don't understand why you are now in a crisis of confidence, except that you might be thinking, oh my God, what is the future going to hold? Yeah, I don't know. And I understand that. I, I, think, I would think about that all the time too, but the best way to deal with it is to take each day as it comes. Get up in the morning and think... What's going to happen today? What wonderful experiences are we going to have today? And the fact is that we we are luckier than many many people in business. We're not we're not digging drains. We're not you know plumbing. We're not you know we're not selling toilets. Or... No, I know we're not saving lives. I get that, but so we we have an opportunity of creating every day. We have an opportunity of creating. Yeah, I and mean... and. I know it doesn't seem like that because there is some... The winter, it's not just the winter in Scotland. The winter in Northern Europe is... Grim. Grim, and it's long. And you, as well as many other people your age, are worried worried about climate change, which I am as well, of course I am. But if you take every single thing that is happening in the world to heart... It's you're going to implode. I know. It just feels like there's. It's really difficult now not to. There's so many white, so many things that are sad and bad, and a lot of young people that, and my mates are all feeling pretty weighed down by it all. But actually, it has. It is a huge improvement since the war years that we don't know about. I mean, I was not a war baby, but I was a baby boomer, was I? Mm-hmm. You know, so the 50s and 60s were hard, but the 60s became really energetic and, you know, open to youth. Yeah, but I'm not, I don't want to talk about through the ages, because every single decade's had difficulties, obviously, and, you know, yeah, it's not society that's um, bringing me down, although climate change stresses me out, obviously. I want to be able to have children and them have a life that I don't, I'm not ashamed of and worried about and you know, the whole thing's going to implode on them. But I just don't really understand how you can take the pressure because I mean, maybe some people are just cut out for it, but the weight of all of this money 
makes me not be able to sleep. And me too. But why do it then? Why have you stuck with it? Because A, I'm my own boss and I'm hopefully doing some things that are right and good and and it's and I've been in it so long now that where am I gonna go? What am I gonna do? I mean I'm every day I'm thinking what's the future for me because the more I I step back, the more I give to you. Mm. It's, it's not I'm not giving it to you. It is yours for the taking. You you can do what you want with it. You know, and I think you will change it to work for you. And I think you already have in many ways. But remember, it's only been 4 years. No, and it's, it's not a long time in the great and oh. and and the fringe is changing that everything that is happening in our you know the whole face of the fringe has changed because of the commercialization of it and the, because of so many people it's not just the performers that are wanting to come up and become stars it's about the the people that work within the industry it has become very hard and it's that that I find I find that stressful I find, but it always has been stressful, but it is becoming more and more difficult to make ends meet. But I think, and the, we have to reinvent it if we can. Yeah, and the, but the commercialisation has happened as a mean as a necessity because it's become so competitive. And I don't agree as a necessity. There has been people people that are greedier than others that have made it commercial. I mean, we were professional in the way we we worked toward when we presented shows. Yeah, but we don't make any money. No, I know that. But, but in order <laughs> to have a, that. in order to have a business, <clears throat> there's been companies that have just done it so that they make a bit of money, and that has meant that they are commercial. Yes, but it's the only way that they can come back every year. We are come back every year because we're insane. It's not because we're insane, Katie. I can't deal with the cycle of going through the fringe, making a lot of money, paying a lot of the money to the performers, trying to make it through to the next fringe, having to borrow money in order to continue, and then paying that money back in the fringe and then doing the entire cycle again. Every single year we're borrowing money. Well, that's why we have to look at it differently. Uh, that stresses me out that that is the model that we're currently working on and that's there's no hope of changing that at the moment because we're every single year we're borrowing and paying back and borrowing and paying back like but, but all of my um businesses like a cat not a carousel yes no a spinning wheel what's the wheel <laughs> the wheel of fortune the wheel that goes round and you have cash flow problems and then you get round to the time that you're making money and then yeah. you know it one thing goes to pay for another and that's no different in all businesses no but some people can deal with that and i find that stressful yeah but we also have to seriously look at the model and how we i mean a couple of years ago I mean, we've always been the smallest of the bigger venues. Mm -hmm. um, and I've had to remortgage my house or, or 
um, get money from my own income and put it into the business, and that's how it's been. Yeah, that's the only reason why we're still why we are still here is because of your own personal yes investment. But what and the reason I've kept on going is because I've believed that I'm going to find my mamma mia, or we're going to create something that will be a cash cow and will support us, and we have the opportunities of doing that. And it is about being strong and getting up in the morning with the mantra of positivity. And you've got to be, I mean... Yeah, but do you get enough back from it to justify it? Do you get, you know, life fulfilment, work fulfilment out of what we do? Do you get any any fulfilment? As Tim mentioned the last time that you had... But that's a frustrating one anyway because he left like everyone else. So, I know, but you know, you still got something out of the experience. Of course, I did, and and there's many other people that, you know, I mean, you get something out of becoming friends with Maisie Adams and seeing her grow, and you know, it's it's great. But it doesn't mean that personally you are going to get anything any financial benefit from that yeah, but other no, than neither her loyalty. Of, yeah, but neither of us want that from these performers. Right. So then we have to continue and try and find it elsewhere. We have to create it. And I was interested the other day that you said um, maybe the whole thing about this is that I enjoy working with performers and this is you saying that to me, how much you enjoy working with performers and, mm-hmm. and when you see something that you've helped create. And I think you should do more of that. It, it's not that I'm saying the only way that I can do this is if we make a million pounds a year and I'm a rich bitch. That what I'm saying is I find it really difficult to cope with the stress of the finance. I just want it to cover itself. Yes. Absolutely, and we've got to make sure it does. And But if you've not done it in 35 years, how the fuck am I supposed to do that going forward? Well, the other thing the other thing I should say to you is I didn't start till I was 35 and you're only 32. Mm-hmm. So you've got three years to, to catch up in order to start your career. Yeah, well, that's another thing that I wanted to ask you about is have you ever felt tied down by the business and not able to do everything else that you've wanted to in life because of the business. Absolutely. And is it a worthy sacrifice? Well, because I feel like I am still quite young and I am in Edinburgh in a city that I'm not particularly happy in because of the business and that's it. And you and family, obviously. But that's You mustn't blame Edinburgh for your unhappiness. Well, you you were unhappy in London and you came home. Yeah, but I don't think that I've I don't have I mean, a community here, apart from the people that work for me. With you, they work for me. All right, and a lot of them are very close friends as well. But they work for us. But I'm I'm struggling with that in the moment that I don't have close friends in Edinburgh because because I work all the time I work all the time because I love my job no which means you're seeing alright okay I love my job there's no doubt about that well there's one of the positives 
very privileged position that I that I am in a very privileged position in the job that I am. I love it. But I work all the time, so which has meant that I don't have friends outside of work in Edinburgh. So all my friends that are, are colleagues work for me, and then people in the industry that I hang out with all live in London. So I'm in a street. They don't all live in London, Katie. A lot. The people that I am mates with during the Fringe live in London. I don't have friends that are, work for the Fringe Society or other venues in Edinburgh, really. The thing is, the world is your oyster. Well, I know it You doesn't constantly like... say that it's not. How? What, what do I... Why you do... say you have to... Business comes first. Yeah, but that's... The world is your oyster in the business. It's the business that can take you to where... The only reason you're being recognised by people, and and a lot... I'm not saying all the people you're friends with. There's friends from your childhood, and, the, you know, the, you have special friends, but... Special pe- friends. No, the people in the arts that you're friendly with is through the mm-hmm. business, and you are mm-hmm. the boss of that business. So you have respect within the business. Yeah, within the industry. Within the, which is brilliant. And you're friends with a lot of these people. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm just in a bit of a... Quandary. Yeah, I'm just in a strange head place about... Well, the thing is... It's so difficult to talk about because... The age you're at, you're, you're also feeling broody because friends are having children and you want to have children and all that is within your power to have but you mustn't think that it's going to fall through your fingers because it's not there's plenty of time well I just don't want to I don't want to I don't want to look back and be like all I did was work so I had no do you know what you mustn't look back and say all I was was moaning and unhappy yeah I know I don't want to do that either you have to appreciate what you have at the moment yeah and I when just, well, I say I, I used to and now I, I'm starting to resent it and that's what I'm struggling with and like the reason why I, you know I sent that text about producing shows because I went out to Adelaide had an amazing time looked after the shows that we had out, out there and mentored Georgia who we were who is producing shows for us out there Mentored her and felt like I know what knew what I was doing, and I don't feel like that very often in this job because I'm flailing most of the time, treading water. And I didn't want to come home because I don't know, I just felt useful. And um, yes, but so I was really upset coming home, and I just was having a bit of a meltdown. Meltdown about it, yeah, and. You know, I've just been thinking about it, thinking about it, and I think, yeah, I just, like, I loved producing shows again. And so, yeah, maybe that's what I want to do. But, yeah, for sure, what I am what I don't want to do is be in the office, you know, counting how many days of annual leave Sally's due in the office. I don't... I'm managing... Timesheets and you know, but you admin. have people that can do all that for you. Yeah, but we need money in order to make sure that those people have a good yeah, time and have, learn. 
We have a new admin assistant who is learning all the time. All that you can give her. Oh, but all everyone moans about is that how there's not enough staff. It's just yes, it but they moan. They moan, and we get on with it. So no, no, it's not them. It's it's. It just feels. You can pour more wine, but it doesn't matter. Oh, he's if, laughing. It doesn't matter if people hear you pour more wine. Well, they might think I'm an alcoholic. We are. It's a stressful job and it's a stressful conversation. But I mean, I think you're being too open in a podcast <laughs> to be perfect. Yeah, no, I just want, I think it's important that we talk about it and we don't ever sit down and talk with silence around us and talk about this, which is a really difficult thing to talk about because you get really hurt when you think that I don't want to do it anymore. And it's not that I don't want to do it, it's just I don't want to look back and resent you and resent the business for for making me have no well, life. by the time you resent me, I'll be dead. So. <laughs> Sorry, but cheers. I don't mean to be. I mean, have you not got any examples of when you resented the company, or is it there are too many to think about, and how you got over it? I Katie, assume... to be perfectly honest, I never had anyone like me to talk to, like you have me to talk to, but I've never had anyone. I don't mean like me because I'm great. I don't mean no, that. I mean anyone. I mean other than I mean I now we now have Ian McFadden, who's our accountant and our chair, who is brilliant and so helpful. Yeah. And. But, I don't mean but. He has his own business and his own problems. Yeah. So yes, I can talk to him, but you know something. To be perfectly honest. Nobody is interested in our problems. They're only interested in the positive positive side of our business. What we bring to them, i.e. entertainment or fun or um, the good times. Nobody, I mean, the number of times I've been down and out and no money and and the only person that can, I mean, apart from speaking to a few, select few and them trying to help. It, it's all been about me coming up with ideas and, and getting up, dusting myself off and getting on with it. It's the only way to do it. And you can't go around feeling sorry for yourself. Having said that, I have felt sorry for myself a lot. What about me? What about me? And yes, I was in counselling for 16 years. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is... And I suppose, in a way, the counselling helped a lot because... I am strong, I am resilient, and I can get on with it. And yeah. and I accept this is the way it is. I mean, sometimes it's been so bad that I think I can't carry on. And someone like Alec MacDonald will say, oh, come on, Karen, it's been worse than this. Or, you know, we've got through it before. Mm-hmm. And all this that we're talking about is about the lack of money and the lack of support. Uh-huh. I mean, otherwise, we have... And we have the, we are envious of other other venues that have bigger spaces and can offer better deals and can do mm, you know stuff and blah 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 yeah and they have the money and they have the bars and you know so we just have to try and beat them at their own game and get on with it because otherwise we just won't survive and that's there's no point in that after all these years 
So I'm, I'm just trying to be practical with you and say, and you're allowed to feel sorry for yourself one or two months a year and go out and get steaming drunk and have a big blowout and, you know, do daft things. But then you come right back and get on with it. And I know that sounds really harsh, but otherwise you're going to, something's going to happen like Philip or like Caroline Flack or, you know, when something seems so bad, you've got to look at it positively and see how you can carry on and get on with it. Because that is not the solution, is ending your life. Yeah, of course, it's not going to, I'm not in that position, I just... I, one of the things that you have always been is either really happy, not, you're not bipolar, but you've been, if things are positive, you're really happy. And if things are negative, you're really, really sad. Yeah. And if you can bring those two together and have it somewhere in the middle and just say to yourself, well, at least I'm not going to kill myself or at least I could have a drink now or, you know. I know it sounds really, but instead of letting it pull you down, I remember in my 20s and early 30s, I used to think, how can I pull myself out of this? And I did always, but it would take time. And I think that's what you're going through. I think in 10 years time, you'll have a completely different attitude. And you will do things that I wish that I could have done. Yeah, but you... I just think you're the strongest person in the entire world. That's because I'm your mother, you think that. I just don't know how you've... I wish I was. Sometimes I lean on you and walk like an old woman, <laughs> for God's sake, and fall over. And Did I tell you I nearly fell out of the plane the other day? Oh, like tripped plane? When I tripped going down the, oh, fucking the stairs and there was a man at the bottom and my glasses... <laughs> They just fell off onto the banister thing and I tripped over my foot and I thought, oh my God, I'm going to go head first. And this guy's looking at me, going, oh, <laughs> and I went, oh my God, thank God I didn't fall on my head. Oh my God, you're, I'm going to lose you. And I'm so I flick. worry about just walking down the stairs sometimes. I worry about you walking down the stairs sometimes too. Yeah, so there we go. And I'm only 70, I could be... I, I think I'm going to get to 95 no matter what. And then by 95, I'm going to get up to 100. How am I going to do that if I don't walk enough or I don't... You know, my knees get sore walking downstairs. It's ridiculous. A friend of ours who I really love, Pete, he is a year older than me and he keeps saying, I hate getting old, I hate getting old. Getting old is pretty shit. And of course, we all hate getting old. But my God... It's better than the alternative. And I'm not going to stick pins in my face to put fat in my lips or whatever. <laughs> well, that won't help your walking. It might. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I know what I am much better good at is being with you and trying to keep you up. When I'm alone, I'm as low as they can go and I talk to myself and... Yeah. And that's what you've been doing the last three or four days, I think. You've been going through a real thinking time and not being able to talk to anyone about it. Yeah, I have. So, and, and the thing is, you are so positive 
in front of your staff and you're brilliant. Just remember, you are brilliant. <clears throat> yeah, it's just hard when you don't feel it, feel like you are. And I, I uh, find it really difficult putting on a brave face in front of the staff. Yet, and yet you do. Yeah, I just, like, last fringe I just found, I felt like I was completely sucked dry. I felt like staff were taking all of my energy, artists took all of my energy, and I was just in the middle, like, just making sure that everyone else was okay. And I know. I was like... Am I having a night? Am I enjoying this? Do I get any kind of satisfaction out of making sure you're all okay? But uh, you're in the thick of it. You're in the middle of it. I mean, I used to be exactly the same. I would be there till four or five in the morning and then still go in 10, 11 o'clock in the morning and I would be awake. I would feel um, as if I'd been on drugs, like my head spaced, you know, your head... and confused because I was so tired but I still managed it and I still put a brave face and that is kind of thrilling mm -hmm. but then you have a huge come down well, in the September come down I obviously really struggled with and I don't have the come down now because I know that tomorrow's another day and I have to get on with that Do you still, you don't, why? why don't you get the come down? because I know that I've got to get on with... I mean, we've... Both of us have got other things to be getting on with. with. Yeah, I know. And the only time I'm not very good, and I probably have, like, one drunken... Normally at the Perry Awards, I was going to say. Normally at the... You know... I can... At the beginning of the Fringe, when it's all about to start, and I think, oh, my God, can You're I nervous. go through? Because... The first five years of me doing the festival, mm -hmm. because I was a party girl and I partied as well as worked, yeah. I thought, I'm, I'm never, I don't want to do this again, I'm never going to do it again. But then every year I kept on going, kept on going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I produced some brilliant people and, you know, people remember me, I remember them. And, you know, we, we the Gilded Balloon have produced some amazing performers and they may not they may not come back and say hi all the time but god they remember some good times mm -hmm. but that's another pressure is trying to live up to that re reputation especially in an unbelievably demanding and competitive um environment now that it is yeah but we trying can only to get the best venues and trying to get the best acts and trying to get the best staff and you know everything is just competing with the other venues all the time I just find that competition very tiresome and but I guess well we you know the only way that I deal with that is that we can only focus on what we can change we can't change what the other venues do that's right absolutely and I want you to come out of this podcast positive full of positivity Stop being negative. I'm not being negative, I'm just evaluating everything. I've done it for four or five years now. Do I enjoy it? Do I want to do it? I'm not answering that question now, I'm just... I think about it a lot now. 
Well, the thing is, you're now on the fringe board, mm-hmm. so you have... It's not a responsibility. Well, it is a responsibility, but it's something that's interesting that you can learn from. Mm -hmm. And there are so many things you can learn from. And I'm not... Listen, if you decide tomorrow that you're moving to London and or going around the world in a yacht or whatever you're going to do, you know, it's your life. You can do what you like. I know that you would support whatever I did. I'm just, you know... I don't know, I just panic about, I don't want to be in Edinburgh for the rest of my life, do I? I want to live in Oslo, I want to live in Australia, I want to live in London, I want to live in anywhere. I want to travel, I want to go away. Just as well I do the lottery then, eh? (laughs) I want to (laughs) travel for three months if I was able to, you know. And But you're right, like, of course this job opens so many of those doors and I'm so privileged to be able to have gone to Australia and going to the Adelaide Fringe again was just amazing. It was so good to be back. Well, it's because people know you and they recognise yeah, yeah. you. and they... Yeah, it's because of my position I get. I, that's why I'm saying I'm so privileged. So I feel like a complete spoiled brat when I'm questioning everything. Well, you're not a spoiled brat. Well, I did spoil you quite a bit. Yeah, I was when a spoiled you were brat and I am a spoiled no, brat. No, you're not. Stop no. saying that. That's no, nonsense. You know what I mean? I'm just... It's... I'm very lucky. I don't know. I guess the grass is always greener, isn't it? Yeah. And I think we all want something else. We just have to work as hard as we can and try as hard as we can. And honestly, tomorrow is another day. If, you know, walk out at three o'clock and go and get pissed or go and see friends or whatever, you can do whatever you like. As long as you come back and realise that this is a pretty good business. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not profitably great, but it has the opportunity of being a lot better than I've made it. I think you can make it so much better. You're yeah, a modern young the, miss. Yeah, I think the opportunity with it is amazing and there is a huge amount that we could do with it. But I don't think I'm capable of doing it on my own. No, I'm not saying you are. And I'm going to try and be helping you as long as I can, but there are other people that can be involved in it. Yeah, I think artistically there's lots of exciting stuff that we can do but you know and I think taking time out you know that time that you were travelling home you were looking at everything that was sad about it because you'd had a great time mm-hmm. and you were coming back to this shit weather <laughs> grim weather freezing sorry. cold oh it's just so depressing yeah but do you know what? In a couple of months, the sun will be shining. One it'll, month. I give it one month. It can't be, wait a couple be, months. It'll be, it'll be light at eight o'clock in the evening, which I absolutely I know, love. So good. Are you feeling better or are you feeling positive or how are you feeling? I don't know. I feel... I feel, fi- I, I, I feel like a spoiled brat. I feel like... I am in a very privileged position and I should just get on with it and do it, but I just feel slightly unmotivated at the moment. But maybe, you know, 
I think it's probably just hormones and tiredness and weather and blah 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 and hopefully that will Now you see being a woman this is where we show our vulnerability because it's true we are much more honest than men we I understand exactly how you feel but I have been absolutely hardened up over the years and I feel for you because it's not that you have a fairy tale, you know, vision of how life should be. Mm. You know that somebody's written a book about is it happy ever where is happy ever after? Because we know that happy ever after is something you've got to work at. And it's not gonna come to you. You've got to make your own opportunities. And I think I mean, I just think about when you were a student, Katie, and you went, you were on that year of working in the north of England. And, Manchester. Yeah, and you went to glass-blowing class. class yeah. And you, you just did things, like you went to, to a yoga retreat last year in Portugal. You do, but it's, it's just taking the time to think of these things mm. and realize what is good for you and what is not good for you and what is not good for you is to wallow in not self-pity but oh woe is me it's not working because actually and I know I've felt that all my life it's going to get better I I used to have this sort of mantra which was um oh all these bad things happen to me to make me a better person it's just to teach me how to become a better person (laughs) yeah and then a horrible thing happens and you think, really? Really? Is this going to make me a better person? Mm. But it, it's, it, you know, you know the seven brides for seven brothers yeah. when the winter's gone. Yeah. And, yeah. Wasn't Juno's mouth busting out all over that one? No. That June. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, they're all brides in June. And that's, oh, yeah. there's a song about spring. Spring, spring, spring. spring. <laughs> how, how does it go? <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll find it and put it in. Oh no, I do know it. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible, I've forgotten it. But, you know, life is a Hollywood movie. Just think, Harvey Weinstein's going to jail. Hurrah. That, that is brilliant. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't want to end on a negative. I just I'm not gonna say hurrah to everything. But um, thank you. I think I do need to speak to somebody. I think that's a good idea. I think you're a massive support, but obviously there's stuff that you will get upset if I said, and I don't want that. So you know, we talk about stuff as much as possible. But I think. If talking to somebody independent helped you, then it would be probably be good for me. Well, my thing, and you're going to shout at me for putting this in a podcast, but I would like you in September to store some eggs. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I just think it would be a good idea. Why? Because your eggs are nice and fertile at the moment. <laughs> so okay. if you freeze some eggs... Okay. September, we're freezing eggs. Yeah. And that's quite a good we'll we'll tell them all about <laughs> it in 
September. You can tell them how it goes. The procedure. Kill me. <laughs> anyway, why let's, did um, you say that? Because that's embarrassing to talk about that. Um, it's not embarrassing. It's not as embarrassing as you saying that you're you're feeling that you can't go on. <laughs> well, it's not. You can't go on with the business because you don't know how to approach it when you do actually. So what's the closing to this episode? Take one day at a time. Stay positive. Get a grip. <laughs> well, no, the thing is, in the morning, wake up and think, where am I? <laughs> where God. am I? What am I doing today? And say a mantra to yourself that makes you feel good. Be positive and take one day at a time. Yeah. Thank you. Love you. I love you too. <laughs> Mama said there'll be days.